Welcome to Current Radio's Sports Station. Please enjoy today's selection of sports news. Good morning and welcome to Current Radio. It's Saturday, December 23rd. We're looking at NFL Week 16 games lines where 49ers are favored over Ravens in the Christmas MNF matchup, and sources are saying Baraldo is set to join PSG in a 20-mirror deal. Plus, we have game analysis of Juventus' 2-1 victory over Frozenone and West Ham United's 2-0 win against Manchester United. This coverage and more, up next. Week 16's NFL schedule is packed with action spread over four days. We have the New Orleans Saints visiting the Los Angeles Rams, a doubleheader on Saturday with the Cincinnati Bengals facing the Pittsburgh Steelers and the Buffalo Bills up against the Los Angeles Chargers. Helena, our sports analyst, is here to give us a deeper dive into these matchups. Helena, what should we be looking out for? Well, Stephen, let's start with the Bengals and Steelers. The Bengals are favored by 3.8 according to ESPN's Football Power Index, FPI. Interestingly, five of the past six Bengals games have gone over the total, including three straight. The Steelers, on the other hand, are 0-3 against the spread, ATS, in their past three games. What about the Bills and Chargers game? I see the Bills are heavily favored. Yes, the Bills are favored by 12, according to FPI, with an 81.7% chance to win outright. The Chargers haven't been double-digit underdogs since 1998 Week 13 against the Broncos. This could be a tough game for them. Moving on to the Christmas Eve day games, what are the key points for the Colts and Falcons matchup? The Falcons are favored by just 0.3 according to FPI, so it's going to be a close game. The Colts are 9-5 ATS this season, tied for the best record in the NFL. The Falcons, on the other hand, are 4-10 ATS this season, tied with the Patriots for the worst in the NFL. And finally, the Seahawks and Titans game. What's the outlook there? The Seahawks are favored by 3.7 according to FPI. They're 3-0 ATS in their last three road games. The Titans, however, are 12-7 outright and ATS as home underdogs under Mike Verbell. This could be a very interesting game. Thanks for the insights, Helena. We'll be sure to keep an eye on these games. Now, let's move on to the Christmas Day triple header. What are the key points for the Raiders and Chiefs matchup? The Chiefs are heavily favored by 12.4 according to FPI. However, they're 10-17 ATS in their past 27 games when laying at least a touchdown. The Raiders, on the other hand, are 6-1 ATS with extra rest over the past two seasons. This could be a game where the underdog shines. And finally, the last game of the week, the Ravens and 49ers. What's the outlook there? The 49ers are favored by 4.8 according to FPI. However, Lamar Jackson is 11-1-1 ATS in his career as an underdog. The Ravens are also 18-3-1 ATS as underdogs since drafting Jackson in 2018. This could be a very close game. Thanks for the insights, Helena. It's going to be an exciting week of football. And speaking of excitement, Sao Paulo defender Lucas Baraldo is reportedly close to joining Paris Saint-Germain in a transfer worth 20 million euro. This move is expected to strengthen coach Luis Enrique's defensive options for the second half of the season. Helena, can you provide us with more details on this? Certainly, Stephen. Baraldo, who is just 20 years old, is set to join PSG when the transfer window opens in January. The deal has been agreed between the two clubs and is contingent on Baraldo passing a medical examination. 
Interestingly, Baraldo has also been linked with a move to Liverpool. So Baraldo will be joining a PSG side that's currently top of League One and aiming for a third consecutive league title. They're also in the Champions League round of 16, where they'll face Real Sociedad. How significant is this move for PSG? Well, Steven, Baraldo's arrival continues an overhaul of the playing staff at PSG. This summer, they welcomed Randall Colo Muani, Bradley Barcola, Usmane Dembele, Goncalo Ramos, and Lucas Hernandez. However, they also saw some significant departures, including Lionel Messi, Neymar, Sergio Ramos, and Mauro Icardi. So Baraldo's addition is a crucial part of their strategy to maintain their dominance in League One and make a strong showing in the Champions League. It's certainly a time of transition for PSG. We'll be keeping a close eye on how Baraldo's addition impacts the team's performance in the second half of the season. In other football news, Juventus managed to reduce Inter Milan's lead at the top of the Serie A table to a single point with a 2-1 win over Frosinone. The winning goal came from a second-half substitute, Dusan Vlahovic. Helena, can you give us more insight into this match? Certainly, Stephen. Juventus, who are unbeaten in their last 12 matches, now have 40 points from 17 games. The match saw Juve take the lead early on when Frazanone's goalkeeper, Stefano Tarati, fluffed his clearance. The ball fell to midfielder Filip Kostic, who found Turkey international Kenan Yildiz ahead of him. The 18-year-old, on his first start for the club, managed to cut through three defenders and fire in at the near post with an impeccably timed finish. Quite a start for the young Yildiz, but Frosinone managed to equalize, didn't they? Yes, they did. Jamie Baez received Ilario Monterisi's lofted through ball on the flank and fired a shot past an onrushing Wojciech Szczesny in Juve's goal. This gave the mid-table side some hope, especially after their 4-0 Italian Cup win at Italian champions Napoli earlier in the week. But it was Vlahovic who had the final say in the match, correct? Indeed, Stephen. Vlahovic, who replaced Yildiz early in the second half, rose above the defense to head home Weston McKenney's cross in the 81st minute. He found the net again in the 89th minute, but VR chalked it off for offside. Nevertheless, Juve held on to seal the three points leaving Frosinone 14th in the standings. So, a thrilling match with a late twist. Shifting our focus to the Premier League, West Ham secured a 2-0 win over Manchester United in Saturday's early game, thanks to second-half goals from Jared Bowen and Mohamed Kudus. This marks United's 13th defeat in all competitions this season and their fourth consecutive game without scoring. Helena, what can you tell us about this match? Well, Stephen, it was a game of two halves. The first half was low on quality, with the best chance falling to Alejandro Garnacho in the 35th minute, but his shot went straight at Alphonse Areola. The second half, however, saw West Ham come alive. Bowen broke the deadlock in the 72nd minute, and Kudus sealed the victory six minutes later with a sharp finish. West Ham's victory comes on the heels of a heavy 5-1 defeat to Liverpool in the Carabao Cup. How significant is this win for them? It's a significant morale boost, Stephen. This win moves West Ham up to sixth on 30 points, two points ahead of United. Hammers boss David Moyes was understandably pleased, calling the 30 points at this stage in the season a brilliant number of points for us. On the other hand, this defeat piles further pressure on United's manager, Eric Ten Hag. What's your take on his position? Ten Hag is certainly feeling the heat, Stephen. 
Despite his claim that his side was controlling the game before they conceded, the fact remains that this is United's eighth league defeat. He's called on his players to take responsibility, but it's clear that something needs to change if United is to start scoring and winning again. Indeed, it will be interesting to see how United responds to this latest setback. And with that, we've covered our stories for today. Thanks for listening to Current Radio, and we look forward to sharing more news with you tomorrow.